Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to game. I'm your host, Christopher Norris, and I'll be leading you through the history of gaming from its inception all the way through to current day. We're now into the 90s. 1990, more consoles were released this year, such as Nintendo's Super Famicom, the SNES outside of Japan, and Sega's Game Gear. IDOS and Team 17 were created this year, joining the ranks of companies that would last for decades to come. Nintendo set a record for releasing Super Mario Bros. 3 for the NES in the US. It sold 17.28 million copies, making it one of the best-selling games of all time. They also released Dr. Mario, Super Mario World and F-Zero, with the latter two being launch titles for the Super Famicom. Side note, we need more F-Zero games. Nintendo of America published Final Fantasy for the NES in the US, marking the beginning of Square's long-enduring franchise. Other notable releases included Mega Man 3, King's Quest V, The Secret of Monkey Island, Railroad Tycoon, and Commander Keen. 1991. Little in the way of hardware was released in 1991. Instead, more companies were created, such as ID Software, id Software, and Bungie, and a plethora of titles came out. February saw the release of Lemmings and Street Fighter 2, and March held the release of the first graphical MMORPG, in Neverwinter Nights. Sonic the Hedgehog was released for the Sega Genesis, Master System and Game Gear in June, starting a long line of titles for the Blue Blur. 1992 saw an avalanche of titles coming out, plus major console releases being released outside of Japan. Also the Philips CDI, leading to some of the most infamous Zelda titles, but more on that later. I'll go through, or I'll list off, I should say, some of the most notable games that came out. Desert Strike, Kirby's Dreamland, Wolfenstein 3D, Echo the Dolphin, Super Mario Kart, Art of Fighting, Virtua Racing, Mortal Kombat, Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Alone in the Dark, and Mega Man 5. This was just a small sample, but almost all of these would start or be part of long-lasting franchises, some of which are, of course, still going strong today. 1993 was a quieter year, but no less filled with classics. In arcades, we saw Samurai Showdown, Daytona USA, Ridge Racer, Virtua Fighter, NBA Jam, and Mortal Kombat 2 released, with NBA Jam being the highest-earning arcade game of all time. Daytona and Virtua Fighter would be major influences on their respective genres, racing and 3D fighting. On home consoles, Nintendo released Star Fox, which was the first game to use the Super FX chip, along with Kirby's Adventure, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, and Super Mario All-Stars. They also redesigned the NES to be a top-loading console. The PC saw its fair share of legendary titles too, Seventh Guest, Day of the Tentacle, Syndicate, Mist, Sam and Max Hit the Road, and Doom. At the tail end of 1993, the first of two congressional hearings on video games took place, covering topics such as the depiction of violence and sexual content, influences on children, and the prospect of governmental regulation of video game content. 1994, four years into the decade, and things keep getting better. Tekken and Killer Instinct were released on arcades. Tekken would enjoy more praise and more sequels over the years, but personally I've always had a soft spot for Killer Instinct. Moving on before I get all mushy. Nintendo had a handful of titles released, primarily on the SNES. Super Metroid, Final Fantasy IV, 
Earthworm Jim, which was also released on Sega's Mega Drive, Earthbound, and Donkey Kong Country. The PC market welcomed new titles in the form of The Elder Scrolls Arena, Magic Carpet, TIE Fighter, Doom 2, Warcraft, Orcs and Humans, Heretic, and Wing Commander 3. 1995. Another surge in releases for 1995, and innovation was still the order of the day, with many beloved and influential titles coming out. In the first quarter alone, greats such as Battle Arena Toshinden, Star Wars Dark Force, Panzer Dragoon, and Chrono Trigger were released. Not to be outdone, quarter two saw Mortal Kombat 3, Full Throttle, and Street Fighter Alpha. Quarter 3 picked up speed with King of Fighters 95, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Command and & Conquer, and Rayman, among others. Quarter 4 closed out the year with Secret of Evermore, Hexen, Destruction Derby, Twisted Metal, Soul Edge, and Tales of Fantasia, again among with many other titles. A notable event in 95 was the first ever Electronic Entertainment Expo, aka E3. Held annually, with a couple of exceptions due to certain viruses, it was one of the bigger trade events in the industry. 1996. Two pieces of hardware came out in 1996 that a lot of people will remember. The Nintendo 64 and the infamous Tamagotchi. I think I had a Tamagotchi and it didn't last long. I've still got my N64 safely stored away ready for when space allows it to be set up. Another tidal wave of titles was released, so rather than list them all, I'll name drop some of the most renowned. Duke Nukem 3D, Resident Evil, Quake, Super Mario 64, Tomb Raider, Command and Conquer Red Alert, Mario Kart 64, and Crash Bandicoot. 1997. We'll start the 97 recap with a couple of infamous events that happened. I'm saying infamous a lot, but they really were. A scene from the Pokemon anime caused 685 Japanese children to have seizures. The episode starring Porygon was permanently removed from circulation, and the Pokemon in question has never appeared in the anime since. 3D Realms began production of Duke Nukem Forever. Duke Nukem fans will be aware of how long this title would sit in development limbo. Ah, uh, what could have been? As seems to be the case every year from 1985 onwards, more classics were released to an unprepared public. Again, rather than list them all, I'll drop a few, see if you know, recognise them. Diablo, Final Fantasy VII, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Blood, Dungeon Keeper, my personal favourite, Goldeneye 007, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, Postal, Fallout, Grand Theft Auto. There was um, less than stellar releases this year, such as Mortal Kombat Mythology's Sub-Zero, but we'll not dwell on those. We want this to be a pleasant podcast. 1998. 98 saw a ludicrous number of releases, on average of 33 per quarter. Interestingly, the majority of the PlayStation's titles were released between January and June, whereas the PC games market saw the most released July onwards. Nintendo and Sega had titles scattered throughout the year. So here's a little something from each month. January, Resident Evil 2. February, 1080 Snowboarding. March, Parasite Eve. April, Real Bout Fatal Fury 2 The Newcomers. 
May, Unreal. June, Banjo-Kazooie. July, F-Zero X. August, Pokemon Stadium. September, Metal Gear Solid. October, Wario Land 2. November, Half-Life. And December, Sonic Adventure. 1999. Gamers' fine dining continued in 1999, with new IPs and sequels flying onto shelves just as fast as previous years. The PS1 would far outstrip the competing consoles in terms of both releases and console sales numbers at this time. By 1999, Sony hit over 21 million worldwide sales with the PS1, and Nintendo being the nearest competitor at over 17 million for the Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Granted, if you include the 6 million of the N64, it becomes a different story, but the point remains that for a single console, Sony was soaring. January to March saw the revealed titles such as Silent Hill, Mario Party, Final Fantasy VIII, and Pepsi Man, I jest, Pokemon Snap come out. (laughs) April to June welcomed Aliens vs Predator, Street Fighter III Third Strike, Counter-Strike, and Persona 2 Innocent Sin. July-September had Mario Golf, System Shock 2, Shadow Man, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. October to December rounded off the year with Jet Force Gemini, Medal of Honor, Unreal Tournament, Planescape Tournament, and Shenmue. One game that came out in 99 would live in infamy for just how awful it was superman 64 i wouldn't wish it on anyone thank you for joining me i've been christopher norris and this is time to game if you've enjoyed listening and want to catch the next episode why not consider subscribing if you want to see what else i'm up to social media links are in the description see you soon (music) 